Hello, Alexis. Can you hear me? I can, Thomas. Lovely to speak to you. Uh, let's get it started. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Um, right, let me introduce this podcast. Um, I want the introduction to be a short, uh, shorter than than the first few I've done because I realized by I listened to myself for the first time today. I listened to the mindset one I did with my uh, colleague Lukas uh, in the Czech Republic, and um, it was really weird to listen to your own voice. That was the first time I've done it. I've actually grinned in bed and had a 45, 15 minute walk and listened to it. And I was giggling all the way. <laughs> <laughs> really strange. Cause I'm like, who is that other guy? Oh God, that's me. <laughs> But, yeah, I, remember, I remember the first time I recorded something, I heard my own voice. I was like, there's no way that's me. And I'm starting to think, do I actually, do I actually giggle like that? Do I linger with my words like that? Right. Okay. <laughs> you start to become <laughs> self-conscious. Right. The, So the idea of this podcast is to... Are you right? Uh, I'm listening. The idea of the podcast before we... Um, just before we start was to... As I said to you on, on our little WhatsApp call just before, is to to talk about things that maybe aren't, let's say, spoken about that often um, and maybe have a conversation about it and, 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 you know, an interesting conversation. And I'm sure it'll be, uh, it'll be, it'll be that with you. Um, just to explain to our... Uh, steadily growing listeners um, that I've noticed, and I'm very grateful. Uh, we met on a Ryanair flight back in February, I think, around that time. Right, yeah. January, February. Yeah, yeah. And I remember sitting next to you, and there you were, all. What are you, six foot five or um... six foot two? I wish I was six foot five. <laughs> well, you look like <laughs> six foot five to me. <laughs> so this guy's like he's built like a like like somebody who's been in the gym for six months solid and he just come out as the you know the the the, the perfect human being and i looked at you and i thought all right that's, this is going to be interesting um and i think we each said six words and then i think we didn't stop talking until the end of the flight nope even even after the flight man we were just <laughs> we, it was just interesting conversations you know Um, and I'm going to say this because I don't want to be, I, I really mean this in a very sincere way, as I always am with, with anybody, but especially people I care about. Um, when you told me your age, I mean, I'm, I'm 49 in your early 20s, if I remember. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, and, and this is not a judgment. It's just a, an observation. When you opened your mouth, I had to ask you three times, you're how old? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? How can somebody have this amount of wisdom, uh, uh, sound philosophy, sound um, um, principles, um, uh, gratefulness, po- and the positivity? This is the subject matter of this podcast. It's sort of, I'm going to call it glass half full, which is a great English term for uh, seeing things uh, in, in a positive light. Exactly. Exactly. So, So that, that's how we met. And we've stayed in contact ever, ever since, which I'm very grateful for. And I started this podcast just to get things out there and just share things with people and, and see what they think. So what's your, give me your, your, your spin on positivity, gratefulness and the family, which I just spoke to you about. So like, I think, I think, you know, COVID has been a hard time. And yeah. I think a lot of people, like it's been devastating for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like we, We pray, you know, our hearts out for all those that are, you know, suffering. Mm-hmm. But um, just remain positive, you know. Like, I think positivity is overlooked. I think people don't understand the 
the power of manifestation. It's a real thing. It, it is a real thing. If if you really want something, you really pray about it and really put out the universe. The universe will 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 answer your um your request. Um, it's happened for me a lot. You know, throughout this year, you know, a lot of things that I try to put my mind to, and you pray about it. Especially when you pray about it, God will just put point you in the right direction with the correct people for you to speak to. You know, or just the right um news articles, the right you know, like, how can I explain? Like, you know, the right news articles, the right people, the right podcasts, the right music to listen to, you know, it's just, I think Peter's got to understand that the power of manifestation is really, really a, a good, a good thing, you know? And also like during COVID, like I've been, I've been blessed that I don't think any of my family members had it. So I'm very, very grateful of that. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm real grateful that you know like I didn't have to like go home on emergency leave, you know, to watch somebody get buried, you know. I think that that's the very 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 I'm grateful for that. And when did, when that, did you when did you get this gratefulness? That that it's, it it's we're all different and we're all we all have different journeys in life, but I, I didn't get the gratefulness part of the if you like of the positive thing until, you know, until I would say 5 6 years ago or maybe 10 years ago at the most. And you're already you've already got this um, this you know being grateful or gratefulness is is an amazing attitude. It's an a great an amazing part of the positive mindset. You know, and where did you get that from? Uh, gratefulness, honestly, just experience in life. You know, like I'm young, I'm 22, mm. and I started ex- experience experiencing gratefulness probably three years ago, about mm. three years ago. And what it's was, just, the, what just, was I, the catalyst? I just understand, like, you know, like, I obviously comparison. And I'm like, I really don't have anything to complain about. So I'm grateful. There are people out there that are homeless. And I'm not. Like, and it's like, I have nothing to complain about. They have something to complain about, you know? Yeah. And most of the time, they don't. They're just humbled. Either they get used to it or they're just okay with it. But they're grateful to be alive. And that's that's just me. Like I'm just grateful to be like it could be worse. I could be dead. But you are your friends like that? No, <laughs> all my friends are definitely not like that. I think I'm my only. All of all my friends, I think I'm the only one that's very positive. And, and why do you grateful. think that is? Why hasn't that, let's say, spread amongst your friends, or is it more? Why isn't it more common? Do Do you think? Um, I think just way of life. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm a more like I'm a very logical person. You know, and. I'm all, as I said, self-development. I I self-reflect a lot, and I, I I'm not saying my friends don't do it. It's just mm-hmm. from from outside looking in, it doesn't yeah. seem that way, you know. And I tried I try to talk to them and let them know, you know, you gotta understand, like despite all stuff that's going on in in life, you know, you're healthy, you got a roof over your head, you eat yeah. food, you yeah. you got money, whether it's a dollar, a dollar's a dollar, you know. Like some people can't even afford it that to get a dollar, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. you just you just gotta understand, like. Life could be worse. Life is hard, but if you're resilient, you know you, you know you'll make life what it is. I heard that recently, and I think uh, I, I think what what you hit. I mean, in in the, in the last few minutes you've been speaking, you've hit on about five things, uh, which normally would take a lot of people that I meet, let's say in daily life, it would take maybe twenty five minutes to get to to half of them. Um, and and the thing that you the first thing that you that you spoke about that I find interesting is what I call the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you call it manifestation, I think it's a, a similar thing. Right. Um, that you, I think a lot of it has got to do with how you are as a person in terms of your mindset, you know, your, your the gratefulness and so on. And then once you've got that sorted, or as I call it in simple terms, you've got to like yourself and you've got to know yourself and you have a, a basic grounding of appreciation. It's amazing how you tr attract other similar people once you have that attitude. I, I've noticed it in the last few years since I've really, let's say, got things more sorted in my, in the regards to positivity and so on, that you attract more people of the same ilk as you. And I, I don't know if that's, if, if you've, if you've noticed that with, uh, in your life or, or, or not. Um, um, I mean, among people my age, no, not really. Because among people my age, I'm really like, you know, okay. I'm live life, you know, I'm doing me, you know, I'm young, you know, all that, all that stuff, you know. And yes. I realize I bond more with older people, you know, people twice my age, 10 times older than I am, you know, because, you know, with age comes wisdom, Yeah. you know, so I, among my age group, no, not, not really. And on the law of attraction, I remember you recommended me to watch that, um, that series on Netflix and changed my, I think that also like it changed my life. It literally like made me realize like law of attraction is a real thing. And then I like law of attraction, manifestation, and just yeah. prayer. It, it, it helps. I'm, I'm telling you, if you really need it, society will answer. I think, I mean, I'm learning. I'm, I'm, I think we all are. I'm, I'm learning how to do that. And I think the, the, the key thing that differentiates from you asking for something and you uh, getting something and I actually, you know, as you said, manifesting it is you've got to feel it. You've you got, got it. To you have to feel really it. Feel it from inside. You have to feel it. Like that's, 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 that's how the cosmics mm. works. That's how I believe that's how life works. Like if you generally want it, it'll show in your efforts. It will show in your language. It's showing your physical attributes. Like it's almost like when somebody says, you know, if you really want to do something, you will always make time for it. And that's, that's the same with the law of manifestation. If you really want something, you'll make the effort to try to get it. And then life and God or whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in will always help you if you truly want it. Yeah, and I've noticed and I'm going to be very careful with the word successful because my personal definition of success is um, doing something that you love doing. Um, and, uh, and getting up in the morning and, and, and you, you know, if you could, you'd do it for free and, uh, you know, being successful is doing what you, doing what you're, what you love doing, what you're talented at, what you realize you enjoy. Uh, right. for, me, for me, it's success. That is success because you've got one life. Um, right. and that's it. <laughs> there are, there is no second try or rehearsal. You know, this is it. This is yeah. what you've got. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed that people that I would call are successful, are happy in themselves, are, are positive, are calm. Um, and it doesn't mean that, you know, they don't get angry. I mean, they, they are just in this place, in this, in this state of mind. And they smile. And the first thing I noticed is they are grateful. They are absolutely, well, you've just knocked it on the head, grateful with what they've got. You have to, because what else do you have? You got to do with the best that you have, right? You do. Like, you just, 
you just got to take what life throws at you and just be grateful no matter what it is. You just, as long as you got good health, as long as you're breathing, you can see, you could talk because it could be worse. You could be amputated. You could be blind. You could have a disorder. Yeah. You know, and even they are very grateful because they still have life. Uh, Yeah, I do know. I watched a show the other day. I was talking to my sister just before our call. She very, and I mean this positively again, she out of the blue, we hardly call each other. I'm making more of an effort. I've connected uh, with her on WhatsApp in the last year or two, and we're seeing each other a lot more than we did. Um, You know, we we get on, but we're getting on even better now. And she just phoned me out of the blue, and I I nearly said, but in so many words, what do you want? (laughs) Yeah, right. I didn't. I said, uh, um, how can I help you or something like that? Um, and uh, she said, I'm just phoning just to say hello. And I was I nearly fell off my chair. Um, and it, it, it's we were talking about this program. And there's a program in the UK. I don't know if you have it in the US called DIY SOS. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know what that is. Well, basically, it's, it's, it's a concept that's repeated all over the world where people go in and help people in need and, re, and do up their house. Um, and they basically double extend it. Um, and this was a, a, a family that uh, what I would call a lovely couple, late 30s, early 40s, three kids, a daughter of 12, or th- uh, daughter of 13, son of a 10 or 11. And the other son, I think, is about eight. And she found out from the youngest, uh, the one that was uh, uh, eight years old, that he had a degenerating disease. Um, very, very unusual one that basically means... A bit like MS, but it basically means that your, you know, your, your your muscles start to go. You find it hard to walk. You, you know, you might not have a long life either. So, you know, really, really tragic. And then founding out, found out in a weird way that the older kids had a version of it as well. And then had all three kids looked at, especially the last two, and found out that they all have the same degenerating disease. And one of them, on top of that, is also autistic. Mm. So she is, you know, opening the program. It's a very humble program. And they get these people coming in from different trades, you know, from plumbers, electricians, uh, builders, obviously. And they all do- donate their time for free because they're given the story as to, you know, their local community. Um, and these all come from the local community and say, yeah, we want to help out. We want to give something back. And it's, it's humbling, first of all. But secondly, to hear the woman say, going about, you know, glass half full, to hear the woman say, you know what, I was told by my doctor, and I can see it in front of my eyes, that in the near distant future, in the near future, sorry, um, I will have three full-time wheelchair users, and they are my kids. You know, and the husband, you know, a classic car restorer, lovely, lovely guy, is just about holding it together. He's just, and during the program, he apologized on air to his wife that he wasn't helpful enough and that he really got to him and he was sorry about that and that he will try and be a better dad and and i i tell you what as tv shows go it was the most i mean my, uh, tanya who's my sister and i we were i, I said you know i'm not uh, uh, afraid to say it i was blubbing i said it's one of those shows you need the box of tissues <laughs> and it's so humbling so humbling yeah i haven't seen my kids for four weeks because of this pandemic but you know what they're healthy. I've got WhatsApp. We can see each other for free on with video calls. We leave each other messages. Um, I've got an amazing wife, a, a, a woman that I, I've been married for 20 years, and I, I hope it's going to be another 20 or 40. Because right. We're just getting warmed up. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm humbling and amazing. And, and, but, but the question I asked you, and I'm just more, I'm more curious, I don't want to put you on the spot, is when, is it because of your parents or how do you think you, you have this state of mind or you, that you are positive and you've just made, you know, you've been very honest and said, no, my friends of my age aren't really like that. So what, what's made you different? What, what's made you be this way? You know, it, 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 did you just wake up one morning or did something happen or? It's just, as I said, it's just life, ex- just life experiences, you know, and just mm. seeing what society is bringing nowadays. And I'm, I don't mm. want to be too much of a mixture into that. You mm. know, I've always liked, not saying going against the grain, but I've always liked being my own person or being yeah. different. And I've realized not a lot of people actually look into themselves. They actually like, not say dwell in problems, but like, they like dwell, they, like, like, I don't know, like, they just, they're just not manifesting their way in life per- properly, just in my, in my perspective. Um, so, so you think that they're letting things happen or they're not, they're letting the day do its thing, but they're not really uh, conscious of it or controlling it or, you know what I mean? Basically, they're, I don't think they're taking full control of their lives. Right. Physically, they may be, but mentally, I don't think they are. Sometimes, you know, you know, I could, I could just be wrong. I could just be reading them wrong. But for me, personally what makes me different from most of my friends is the fact that i'm a very conscientious person if, if that if that makes sense you know um so like isn't that I, isn't that did you also mean and that's uh, sorry to interrupt because i noticed that with you on the plane i noticed that you and you'll get this straight away i noticed that you were very much in the moment right i'm a very yes so that also as well i like to be very personable Mm. You know, because I feel like in life, I think that aspect of life isn't really there anymore. I think people are more like, all right, I don't have to talk to you. I'm about to go about my business. I'm like, no, sit, talk, have a conversation with somebody. Also, you know, phones and technology, it's been a big distraction, social media. And I feel like the interaction between people has been completely lost. You know, I mean, people still interact, but not as much as they not as much as they should. Like, for example, I wouldn't be here today. If I didn't open up and talk to you on the plane, you know, we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be good friends. You know, we wouldn't, you know, have the type of relationship we have unless we sat down and, you know, and talk. And I think that aspect of life, it's really missing, you know, because my generation for specifically phones are a big distraction. Social media is a big distraction. Mm -hmm. What's going on on social media, the shade room, whatever platform it is, it's, it's almost like, more important than in the moment right now and it's almost like you know i believe in my generation in my generation people are trying to live their lives through other people and i'm like you have to live your life for yourself oh that's a damn good sentence that's a damn good sentence because no it really is because i've um i'm now now the one lucas she was on the mindset podcast with me uh lovely lovely guy lovely human being as you are and I remember on a very rare occasion, he took out his phone when we were having lunch. Right. I just had to look at him. <laughs> I mean, he was then, I think, what is he? He was then 28, 28, 29. And I, I looked at him and I, I see, I, I'm using the, the number, his age, because I think with a certain amount of wisdom with age, automatically comes a basic amount of wisdom. That right. You then, something clicks with, not all, with a lot of people to say, hang on a minute. I need to be with you. I love your company. I, you know, and he looked at his phone. He did, I just looked at him. He went, ah, 
um, yeah, if it's okay with you, um, I need to look at my phone today because I'm waiting for my mortgage to go through for my new flat. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him and I, it wasn't about me giving him permission, but I went, okay, that, that's fine. And he got it straight away. It wasn't him asking for my permission. It was asking more for my blessing because he knows how much I appreciate his company. Right. And not many people in your age group, as you've just eloquently said, get that. And I noticed that, you know, I, I used to run restaurants, as I told you, for many, many years. And, and even when mobile phones were, came out, they were sort of still newish, but people were still texting. Maybe there was a WhatsApp. And I was still amazed at how many couples would go out like for Valentine's or just go out for, a, I don't know, a special evening on a Friday or whatever. And they'd be there on their phones and you're going, um, you know, and you're observing, you're, you're, you're serving them, you're making them feel, feel great and make them have a good evening. Um, and you think, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, how are you enjoying that person's company? You know, the old, um, you know, being in the moment. Um, and then I used an example of conversation with a friend of mine, um, I think even on one of the podcasts very quickly about, you know, is it, it's a bit of a drastic example, but I think you'll get it straight away. You know, if you, um, somebody did that to me and a group of, uh, group of colleagues a few years ago, if you imagine yourself, you know, um, a bit morbid, but at, at your funeral, yeah, you sort of close your eyes, you do the old visualization and a bit of meditation. You visualize what your funeral is going to look like. Where is it going to be? You know, what's the atmosphere like? What's the weather? Who's going to be there? What are right. they going to say about you? So I think the point I'm trying to make is, and I'm not here to give uh, uh, advice, but it's only my, my outlook, is what is it all about? If you were to ask all your friends in your age group, what is life about? Take a pause and wait for them to reply to you. I'd be very interested to hear what they've got to say. I'll ask them. I'll ask them you know what I mean, views on life. I'll ask them. And there's one question we are, I, I've been part of this uh, Go Beyond uh, group. And the, and the premise is that you, um, and I'm mentioning this because it's fantastic. <laughs> the premise is that you give somebody completely, you, you know, you dedicate your time to them. Um, you do like a 10 minute, let's say a 20 minute session, 10 minutes each side. So uh, you, will, we will, you will ask yourself a question. I will be listening to you for 10 minutes and then no one, no one could, I can't talk for 10 minutes. So you're talking for 10 minutes and then I then talk for 10 minutes giving you feedback. Well, I think it's 10 and eight. The feedback is a bit shorter and you ask one question and then there's a variation of that question, but you ask one main question, who am I? Yeah. Or why, or why am I here? And even for, even for me where I was sort of, you know, I've been sort of um, self-developing now for a few years. I had to stop and think, you know, and that question could be whatever you want it to be. So if you ask that question to your people of your age group and they say, right, you know, I'm, you, uh, 10 minutes, you can't look left, you can't look right, you can't have your mobile phone, no distractions, just you and me looking at straight to each other in the face, uh, even on Zoom or whatever you want to use, it works and say, right, who am I? And just and just talk for 10 minutes. And you look at the person's uh, body language, uh, facial expressions, uh, words, read between the lines as we're doing now. Um, and it's a, an amazing, powerful tool because then when you give the feedback, it's like, did you notice you were saying this and you were doing that and you came across as being a very warm, loving person and you talked about your family and, and it's just so revealing. I did that with complete strangers across the world and it's amazing. But positivity is with this pandemic, 
Um, um, I wouldn't say it's lacking, but I think the media, I don't know if it's the same in, in the US, probably is, that the media has taken this grip uh-huh. on, on creating their own news or taking a slant on the news item and blowing it completely out of proportion to the point where it's so negative, or otherwise sometimes called fake news, and a mm-hmm. lot of people believe it. I think, like, you know, on the, like I said, the social media aspect, Yeah, I think the way how the news is portraying, um, you know, COVID and all that stuff is like, you know, it's a lot, I said, you know, there's, there's a lot of cases, you know, there's a lot of cases, and there are people dying. But the percentage of people dying are so low, you know. Mm. If we're looking at the big picture, big mm. picture, you know, say it's a hundred, say it's a million people in the world, a hundred people, a hundred thousand people got a virus, and only two thousand died. That's not even one percent, you know. And like, I, I just, I just think what social media has done is obviously keep everybody alert with a sense of fear. Yeah. I agree. And I think and I and I think I think that's the aspect where um it gets um exaggerated a little bit because of because of the fear aspect that comes with it, you know? And like I don't know, like this 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 COVID time has been very tricky, you know, without the news that comes out, you know, hoping for a vaccine. And it's just it's just really been tricky, you know. And some people are very sensitized to it. You know, some people have been very sensitive towards it you know because obviously you know they probably have like traumatic you know experiences with you know with a family member dying and all that stuff so it it definitely took a toll emotionally on on a lot of people and social media doesn't really help that but you know like everybody everybody has a job to fulfill so would you would you agree thomas i think i think maybe i'm saying obvious but would you agree that uh going back to our conversation about you know self-reflection and and being positive and being um sort of developing yourself I and this is just my own observations, and I want to know if you think the same or disagree or whatever. I've noticed that this this let's put it in a positive slant, uh, if it's possible. COVID has been a leveler. COVID for me has uh, cleared the decks in unfortunately more ways than one. But what it also has done for me is has exposed a lot of people in society, my society, where I'm based in the UK in the week or Czech Republic, where, where my family are based, is they've, it's, it's opened up a lot of, um, a can of worms where a lot of people, let's say 60%, 50, 60 easily, have not ever, have never, have not ever, bad English, have never um, looked at themselves, um, you know, critiqued themselves, developed themselves, uh, got to know themselves, um, uh, with you know, adding the positivity, you know, being positive, um, uh, being grateful, you know, uh, ha- having the mindfulness, you know, a lot of people have just got on with their lives, got through to the end of the week, you know, have a few glasses of wine, you know, weekend goes, off we go. <laughs> and this COVID, which has made people stay in and stay with the same people or self-reflect for the first time, has made some people really, it's been quite scary for them because. They've got the what I call the, the 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 propaganda from the media, and then you've got that person spending time with themselves very often on their own until right. until their I don't know flatmates or family come back home or whatever because a lot of people are still working, and you've got so much time to think when you've never done that before. Right. And, and I've noticed a lot of people have started to 
say things like which which for me when you started the conversation about you know roof over your head and you know be grateful with the, having the basic of the one dollar and so on which is very important and then suddenly going you know what i've been going out to a restaurant twice a week and spending this amount of money i don't need to do that why do mm-hmm. i do that people are questioning their basic habits for the first time in years and mm-hmm. not in judgment but i'm thinking really it's it's taken this for you to realize that actually being with people you love and that you respect and enjoy being with is important. Wow. Right. And I find that quite surprising. Yeah. COVID happening, as I said, it's been a blessing and a curse. It just depends on if you look at a glass half full or half empty. Because on a positive note, you're home more often. And all that time that you never got to spend with your family, well, you got 24 hours to do it. You got it's COVID's been out for a year. It's been a year. Mm. And that's a year that I think, you know, COVID gave back to us to, you know, establish new relationships, build new bridges with our families, you know, check up on people we never checked up on before, you know, just 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 open different lines of like, you know, of socializing, you know. And basically, as I said, back to family, like I think a lot of people have a lot of family time now. Mm. And they're very appreciative um, for it because once COVID is passed and everything is good again, a lot of the world goes back to how it was before, you know. And, you know, you can't, you might not be able to spend as much time with your family as you'd want to. But, you know, I just think, you know, in every um, misfortune, there's an opportunity. And I think during COVID, it's, it's, I think COVID, I took COVID as an opportunity, not a misfortune. I it depends did, on I what you do during that time. Well. Yeah, I did the same as well. Um, you know, for example, I'm staying at my parents' house um, uh, during the week, which has now been four weeks because of the lack of planes uh, to go right. back um and my father's 79 and my mother's 74. And my father's, you know, long story short, but I told you this on the plane, he was uh, in, in intensive care for uh, quite a number of weeks. Uh, it was more or less told that, you know, you, you'll be lucky if he comes out alive. Um, everything that you could imagine from, apart from the head, apart from the brain, everything from the throat downwards, you know, ventilator, kidneys, heart attack, you, you name it, this man's had it. So there I've got my dad back again. Um, and he's obviously, yeah, he's, 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 he can just about walk. He, he, he's, he's, you know, he's aged a lot, but he's still, you know, he's hanging on. He's not very positive, but he, he's doing his bit. And here I am at home with my parents when I should be with my family. Um, but there you go. But anyway, I took it as a positive saying, right, how can I help them? So I literally went around the house with my mum, and actually for the first time in, I don't know, my mother, my mother's never had an accident, suddenly crashed into a car in a car park at the local supermarket. And so suddenly from as an opportunity, I helped my mother and my father buy a new car, sort out all the insurance that was associated with it. Um, then I looked and went around the house. I said, what is it I can help you with? I can make the calls. I can get the tradesmen in. She goes, well, we've had a roof leaking on off for a while. I said, well, let's look at it. Let's sort that out. Um, the pointing in the driveway. It's got this crazy pen. I said, I can do that for you. I can fill between the gaps so that my dad, when he has his walking stick, doesn't come out and, and trip over. You know, and fall over. And, and just one thing after the other, went through a list of things that needed sorting. And I'm, it's still, we're, still, we're still, it's still, you know, progressing, still um, a work in progress. But as you said, there's an opportunity to so say, what can I, while I'm here, what can I do to help you out? Let's go to the local recycling center. Let's do it. So suddenly we've got a lot of things cleared, things moved, the roof patched up uh, and fixed now. You know, and my mother's, you know, was you know basically relying on my dad until he basically uh, became very uh, ill and and weak um 
it's so yeah it's been she's been so grateful so and another element on top of that and i don't know if you'll agree with this point is when you are stuck in a house with your parents with whoever you may live with you suddenly you think you know them quite well mm-hmm. Even though i know my parents pretty well i'm suddenly having not different conversations but i'm suddenly spending more time listening and saying dad tell me about the story and i'm asking him to tell me the stories whereas before it was oh not again <laughs> and then suddenly you get a different angle from it or you getting your dad to speak and talk about those stories of the family years ago when he was a kid which is amazing and he grew up in the second world war and you think wow and before i would never give him that amount of time because i was too busy right you know and i think as an opportunity i've started to not get my, to know my parents again i wouldn't go that far but you know what i mean you get to look at your parents whoever you're staying with from a different angle right i think and you sort of go right you know I, you observe them a little bit more you you take a step back and go oh, i didn't notice that they liked that particular thing or i forgot their favorite color was or whatever it is and it's it, it's it's i think it's been um um a very humbling experience yeah as um as i said like you know COVID has definitely allowed us to develop our relationship with our parents, with our friends, but mainly just with our families, you know, because that's what we're with mainly throughout the day, you know. And uh, that's, that's it's just, it's just as you just, you just got to, you just, it depends on how you look at the glass, half full, half empty. You look at it as a um, disaster or an opportunity. And I think we should just look at it as an opportunity. Before we before we sort of um, um, end this wonderful podcast, um, I want to ask you just one question, and and I, I'm just I need to learn more, and I, and I, it's interesting to get your angle. Do you find, or do you do, uh, or you know, do you actually put into action or appreciate that when you your gratefulness for me is uh, in my mind, it's about giving, you know, being grateful. Not only, it's not only about being grateful with what you've got. It's also, I found that when you give, when that's give more of yourself, you know, you're not literally having to give something, but you give more of yourself, more of your time, more of your advice, more of your wisdom, and you're sharing more with people. You know, I try to share as much as I can. I've found that by doing that, call it law of attraction, call it whatever you want, mm-hmm. I need to get more back. So, again, you know, that's, that's a good thing. So in terms of me, with I have been sharing my knowledge and my opinion on everything with um a lot of people. So I have been given, you know, whether it's like financial advice or fitness advice or just life advice, just on my standpoint of how I how I view life and how I go about my daily life. But I have I've I've given a lot of myself to people and just sharing them my opinion and they honestly just do whatever they want with the opinion, you know. If they agree, they agree. If they don't, if they disagree, they disagree. But I definitely have been um just just giving more of myself just with my opinions with with everything honestly i try to i want i want to see people win i want to see people successful and if i can play an important part and give you some advice on it then so be it you know even during times like this you know you got to stay positive because you are like, like you are what you get you what's the word i'm trying to find well you are <laughs> You are you are the way you act. Yeah, you are you are the the consequence of your actions. Basically, you know, whatever you put in is what you get out. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, so and, I, like, and isn't that isn't that I mean, the first thing that came to my mind when you just said that was isn't that in a way, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, you know, life is too short, and like you said, we've only got twenty four hours. Isn't that a, with what you just said about giving to other people? Isn't that also like a filter a, a filter process in the nicest possible way? That I found that if I give, you know, I'm 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 not a fool either, nor are you, and you know, life is so short, and I want to be giving and spending time with people that appreciate it and will obviously hopefully reciprocate i don't expect it but it would right. be nice now and again i don't say i give something so i expect something back but i find that if you want if you give you know somebody asks and you give and you then don't hear anything they just disappear or they come back and they want more but you're not getting that that connection i'm i find that's a great filtration process a great filter of okay well i you've you've made it a little bit easier for me to spend time with people that i really should be spending time with Right, right. That is definitely um, a filter process, you know, like, you know, you give just you give just to give. That's just that's just your personality. And yeah. they don't have they per se don't have to give you back. But life, society, the power of manifestation, law of attraction has a way of repaying you. And it always comes in multiples. It might not be one thing. It might be two things. It might be multiple things. It might be riches. It might not be. It might be greater health, motivation, you know, it's just. That's that's just life, you know. And and I, I think I think when what I call when the penny drops, I think it's a great thing, because the moment you have that eureka moment, whether that be from your parents' upbringing, uh, uh, hopefully you know life changing event, hopefully nothing too 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 serious, whether you lose a limb or you go through a car accident or something awful like that, it does it, it either either changes you or not. You know, when I was told the. Uh, uh, that I would never have kids and I've got two healthy kids. So when I was told by so many people, you know, maybe you shouldn't do it. You're, you're not good enough, basically. I was told that quite a few times at school, you know, I, I think, you should, or even at college, you know, I think maybe you should consider doing something else. I don't think you're bright enough for this or it's not really for you. And, you know, and, and you hear those negative comments from people, whether that's from jealousy, whether that's from ignorance, whatever. It, it, I think it makes you stronger. You go one way or the other, is what I'm trying to say. You either get depressed and take it to heart, or you can take it as a, you know what? I'm not here to prove you wrong, but thank you for giving me a kick up the ass. Right. <laughs> and you've just motivated me. So I've got nothing against you personally, but thank you for, for giving me that extra boost or extra, extra kick. Exactly. That's literally look at the glass half full or half empty. You took a negative comment it turned into a positive outcome yeah and i think that's what looking at the glass half full means yeah and uh, do you find that um do you find that you are you your personality and and what you do for others is appreciated or you you do receive appreciation maybe in different forms or do you Uh, not really expect that and and you're quite happy with that as it is uh, I don't really expect it, you know, like, you know, if somebody wants help, I'll give them help, you know, and that's that's about it. If they want to help me back or give me some type of gratitude, you know, gratuity or anything back, I mean, that's fine. But I'm not really looking for it. it it's 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 OK. You know, I, we're here to help each other out. That's what we're that's what we're made for. You know, that's that's what people are. And I think COVID has definitely um shown that. We need each other more than we thought. Agreed. And, you know, everybody wants to live their own life, da da da, and do their own thing. But COVID restricts you so much. And now you're depending on somebody else 
to get something that you need drastically, you know, whether that is the people at the hospitals or the people that make hand sanitizer, Clorox, bleach, you need somebody now. Now it's not, you know, it's whatever. Now it's, okay, I need it. So I'm depending on you to do this, i.e. the vaccine. I'm depending on you to do this. So I think COVID has definitely opened that door of showing us that we we need people more than ever. Well, I would add to that sentence just before we go that the, um, and I'm not here to, to, again, as I said a few times to preach, but I think it's made people realize really fundamentally what's important. Mm-hmm. Because you know what, there's a lot of people that still, even nowadays, even with what I call our modern 21st century society, still get a kick out of their brand new car outside that they've got the, I don't know, senior director written over their business card, whatever, uh, each one to their own. Um, And it's just, it's leveled, it's leveled things down to a very, very basic level of you've got a roof over your head, you've got food, you've still got your job. Um, and you can you got life on the table, and it it, it 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 nearly forces you to be grateful. Whether some people or more people be more grateful, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I just I don't know. Life just shouldn't be taken for granted. No matter what it throws at you, you can always turn a negative to a positive. No matter what it is. Couldn't agree more. Well, look. On that note, I'm going to say thank you very much for for. For, for being willing and thank you very much for a very very interesting conversation uh i i you know i i had a a very secret expectation what it might be but still uh kept my mind open and uh and was looking forward to it i'm 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 smiling now i've been smiling for the last 35 40 minutes <laughs> <laughs> you always but when i speak to you, you always make me smile which is a which is uh which is a good thing I'm glad I can do that. And I'm humbled and I'm glad you had me on your podcast, you know, to share what I know to the masses, you know, hopefully it helps everybody, you know. Well, thank you. I'm going to be sending you the link to the, to the podcast very, very soon. And, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll be in contact soon. Yeah, of course. I'm actually, I want, I'm, I want to know how I sound on on a podcast now. I'm very (laughs) interested. I'm intrigued. (laughs) I'll, uh, I'll share it with you. In the next few minutes, okay. I wish you a lovely. What? What it is? What is the? What time is it over there now? It's. Uh, uh, it's eleven. It's about to be eleven a.m. Well, I'm I'm going the other way, but I wish you a lovely day. Um, and I'll hook back on you on WhatsApp in two minutes and uh, and just uh, have a quick uh, two minutes with you, okay? Of course. Uh, right. Enjoy your night okay, and you too. be safe.